broken, but we're back. We're back, and we're brought to you today by umbrellas. Umbrellas are handy. This new invention you can hold over your head. Um, it protects your dome from rain, from water, from light hail. It does not protect you from lightning. We've had a lot of people writing in using their umbrella as a shield against electricity. I cannot stress enough that it is, it's not made for that, and you're going to get hurt. Do not hold it high above your head in a storm thinking you're invincible. This is not an invisibility cloak that Harry Potter used to hide around um, the hallways of Hogwarts. This is simply a device with a handle that you can put over your head and protect yourself from um, rain and wind. It also helps. There are different sizes available. Some of them have a hook handle that uh, indicates you're very fancy and possibly from a higher class of person. So go to www.umbrella.com slash Nesson for your discount on uh, umbrellas. Great for the rain um, or the sun. That's the, that's the end of um, that's the end of that ad. But I will say this. People that use umbrellas to hide from the sun. Come on, man. Come on. I mean, I understand. Hey, if you're already, if you're, and I'm not talking about like a beach umbrella when you're sitting, you know, you're plunking down on the beach, there's an umbrella there. I get it. You know, it's one of those cool, like leaned over on its side. The beach umbrella is like the backwards hat of umbrellas. Check this one out. It's on its side. Whoa. But I'm talking about, you know, I'm talking to boot, uh, people that use an, like walk around with an umbrella to hide from the sun, the sun, first of all, we already have a thing for that. It's called sunscreen. The sun is a gift. The umbrella is not made to block out that gift that gives you warmth and gives you vitamin D, gives you a bomb-ass tan, as the kids say. I've always found that strange. I always wonder when I see someone walking around with the, the sun umbrella if um, I always feel like they were on the other side of a building that there was, there was a rainstorm and they came around the corner right into the sun. And I go, maybe they're still adjusting coming out of that storm that was around the corner over there. That's the benefit of the doubt that I give them. Because otherwise, you fool. You fool. It's not. Don't block out the sun. Embrace it, okay? Embrace the sun. Embrace your life. And I'll tell you what I'm not embracing today. Amazon, well, first of all, shout out to Amazon for being great about returns. I don't know if you've ever returned something through Amazon. I've had a couple uh, dud orders that I never returned because I assumed it was a pain in the ass. I assumed, I, I, I was like, I don't even know how to return this. And then finally, I can't remember what the first one was that I returned. But literally, I mean, you just print off the, this guy's thought of everything. Jeff Bezos? This guy's thought of everything. All you do is print off the label, tape it to the package. That's why you always keep the box. When you get something from Amazon, you keep that box for a couple days. Don't throw it out. It's very tempting to immediately discard of the shipping materials and the packaging. But don't do it. You might need that. Nothing worse than having to ship something and then you don't have a box. And now you're shipping back, you know, a sleeve of golf balls in some old Adidas shoe box that has, that's, by the way, a little moldy. Ugh. Use the original box. They've already done it for you. So I ordered, dude, I ordered this, like, uh, what, it, what would you even call this? Like a metal... It's basically a rack that you can put your medals on for running. It's obnoxious. I know. It's obnoxious. I understand. I wouldn't have even been bringing it up 
except for the fact that it showed up might be the worst order I've ever seen come through from Amazon. And there was warning signs. You know when you read the reviews for an Amazon product and it's like, it's got that weird split of like five star for 60% of the reviews are five star. And then the other 40 are one star. And you're like, damn, what is going, how could everyone be having such polar opposite experiences with this product? I would understand, you know, five star for most of the reviews, some four stars, and then some one stars. That's natural dis distribution. Cause you honestly, it's either five, four or one stars for a thing who, who rates something two stars? Who, wh why would you ever rate something two star? Do you're already at the bottom of the bucket. What could possibly make something go from just being shit, which is one star that happens to where you're like, yeah, but all, but you know what? It's two stars. If you rate something two out of five, you might, there's something going, you're psycho. <laughs> Unless it's because you ordered an umbrella and then you found out the sun goes through and that's what you're using it for. And then you go, you know what? Two stars, this umbrella does not protect me from the sun. And I'm one of those weirdos, but it does stop water. So I'm going to give it two. I'm going to give it an extra star above one just because of the water thing that it does. That's the only example I could think of. So this package showed up. And right away, there's red flags. I got this box, and um, here's a red flag. You guys tell me. Tell me if this is a red flag. Is it a red flag when your Amazon box shows up and two of the ends are already open? Is it a bit of a red flag when it shows up and it looks like it's literally already been opened by someone? And then is it also another red flag when instead of um, clear packing tape, it's duct taped? Poorly, I might add. Poorly duct taped. I'm talking like it's wrapped by, it looks like someone was in an earthquake quickly trying to get rid of this when they packed it. Is that a red flag? That the ends are open and there's duct tape. So I pulled it right away. I'm like, this is going to be going back. There's no way. What are the odds that it's going to be even what I expect this thing to look like? So I pull it out. I pull it out. And uh, even worse, it's bent. So this thing is made of metal. It's supposed to have, you know, these sort of two, it doesn't really matter, but these two kind of arm things that come out, that's where you hang your metals. Those, one of them's bent, great, bent. And it was supposed to come with hardware to mount it because it goes in your wall. That's not in there. It was supposed to come with um, bibs or something to put your, that's not, basically there's a list of things on the back that it was supposed to come with. None of it's there. Now, to be fair, it may have been there. But given that the earthquake person shipped this out with the ends open, hence, therefore, and there shall, it, it probably fell out. I mean, how would it not fall out? The ends are open. So, listen, I don't know if this thing was originally shipped with the pieces. If someone's trying to pull a fast one here, here's what's hilarious about it. And this is what I think is actually going on. Is I go on the website and the five-star reviews, like I said, that's about half the reviews are the five-star reviews. There's not a lot. This whole this thing has like 20 reviews total, right? So there's like 10, say 12 five-star reviews. And those people say it showed up. It had everything that it was supposed to come with. The hardware. It's supposed to come with chalk so you can write on it. The chalk, the mounting stuff. And then there's the there's like three one-star reviews that I'll talk about the things showing up without the hardware, without the chalk, which is what I experienced. My hypothesis is the one that I received is this the same one that's just getting 
I think it's just getting uh, passed around. Everyone who wrote a one-star review, I think we're literally getting the exact same box. I'm not kidding because it also has like 10 different barcodes and things. Like this box has been sent and returned. It's on a continuous cycle. And now I'm here. I'm here holding the hot potato. It's my turn. So I got the hot potato. I'm going to go return it. But I think that is what's ha happening, which is hilarious. There's just this one dud out there that keeps reaching people because they obviously are taking it in and then just sending it right back out. I mean, they don't even have time to tape the ends of the box up. So that's going back. That's going back. And now I got to make an assessment. Do I return this? And then what's so funny is like, do I return this one and then reorder at the risk of receiving this exact, like this exact box again? I don't know. Because the thing I'm looking for isn't available anywhere else. So aside from, you know, I guess they have them on like Etsy, Etsy, which I didn't really know a lot about. I know that they have a lot of stuff that girls are into. Girls like to have letters that go on the wall. They like to have, you know, candles that have a word sketched into them, random colors, random scents. So I was like, oh, maybe that's what it, you know, they got that on there. But it's all, dude, it's so, it's like someone has to make it. I didn't realize Etsy is like just regular people making stuff. So it's like $400 for this thing. Because some guy, the one that's making it, is he's going to the woods and actually like finding wood and carving it himself. And I think that's that's awesome. That's nice. But just get me that. Just get me the one that was machine pressed in a factory. Oh, so what a debacle. It's going to be going back because I love Amazon Returns. It's like you just put the label on there and then you can just go throw the thing like in the forest. They don't care. You, as long as you put the label on there, you can take it to the post office, UPS. You can literally just shove it under someone's car and it, it will find its way back to Amazon. And that's, that's the magic. That's the magic of the barcode. So what a rip though. What a disappointment. You know, you get so excited for packages to show up and I'll tell you this too, the level of injustice that I felt was, it was palpable. That I couldn't even believe I felt like the level of injustice when you when you've clearly been ripped off or done wrong when you open this box and I go none of the pieces are here even though I know I'm gonna get my money back and I'm not stuck holding this hot potato it's just gonna get passed along to someone else in that moment there is no you're so I'm like this is the, the, what a travesty. Your body just feels like, what an historical travesty this is. I, it, the world is corrupt. That's what I said to myself. The world, I saw that the ends are open, and I said, the world is corrupt. I called my fiance, and I said, I hope you know that nothing is real, nothing matters. The Illuminati are in charge, and the whole world is corrupt. Because this was supposed to come with some screws to mount it on the wall, and they're not even in there. So who can we trust? The government? No. Maybe the conspiracies are right. I don't know. That's how fast I spiraled. And then I had to pull it back in. And I got back down to, I got back to Mellow. Okay. I got back to Mellow. So now that was the beginning of the weekend. And then what an incredible weekend for sports. First of all, you had the Formula One Grand Prix Monaco. Now this is, a, it's an interesting race. This is my first year watching it. And I actually have been to Monaco when I was a small child, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this, but we lived in Europe for two years. I lived in the Netherlands, which is Holland. 
officially called the Netherlands. We lived in a city called Den Haag. And the cool thing about Europe is everything is so close. For living out here, anyone who lives in Canada, Canada, you know, the distance that we have between things is very unique to, it's like Canada and Siberia. That's where things are this far apart. And um, in Europe, you can drive through a country in a day. You can just choose a country and go drive to it. In Canada, you can't even get to the next like major city in under six hours half the time. So it's remarkable the difference in uh, distances and everything. Anyway, I remember we went to Monaco. And what it's just a crazy anomaly of a city because it's just super rich. It's just yachts everywhere. It's just like Lamborghinis, Ferraris. Like that's what it is. It's like if there was, if there was a city where you're like, that's the privileged city. That's it. <laughs> you just see these cool cars. Everyone's balling. They got a casino. I don't even think you could probably go. I bet the minimum bet at that casino is at least a hundred euros per hand. And then you see, and it's such a tiny country too, by the way. I think that's why I was bringing up the geography. Like, it's like the size, it's smaller than, it's drastically smaller than any province in Canada, which is crazy to wrap your mind around. So anyway, Monaco Grand Prix this weekend, Formula One. It's interesting because a lot of the Formula One tracks, like Abu Dhabi, is a track that is built for Formula One. It's in the middle of nowhere. It's giant. There's long straightaways, but Monaco, they actually go through the city. These are real roads that every other day of the year are just city roads in this super dense town. I think that's what makes it so interesting is because people are just sitting there like on their balcony and these Formula One cars are ripping by. I think they said the average was 150. I think it was 160 kilometers um, per hour average or it might have been miles per hour. I think it was miles per hour, which doesn't sound that fast, but. On the straightaways, they get up to like 200-something. So you're sitting on your balcony, and you got these cars whizzing by for 70-something laps. And uh, cool, it was cool to watch. It was cool to watch. The one downside was that you can't really, um, you can't really pass. Like nobody – basically, the starting order was the, the end of the race. That's Nobody made, was able to pass anyone. So I wish there was a little bit more of that in there. That would be a little bit more interesting other than people just racing the whole time and staying in the exact same position. But, um, yeah, it was a cool one to watch. And it sounds like that's the one that you go ball out. If you want, if you're some billionaire, what you do is you go to Monaco, you pull your yacht up to where you can see the, the track and you just party on your yacht. And that's the definition of balling. You're balling. You sit on your yacht, you watch F1, you drink champagne, you get out your umbrellas if there's sun. <laughs> so that was a really cool one uh, to watch. And then in golf, our boy Phil Mickelson coming out of nowhere, 50 years old. 50 years old. He's winning a major championship, the PGA Tour championship. God, it's such a strange sport. It's just a strange sport because that's what can happen. These guys all have the skill and they all have the talent. That sometimes it's your week and sometimes it's not. And I don't even think Phil's having a particularly good season. Um, but it just, I guess it just clicked for him. It was kind of cool to see. I'm not a huge, listen, I 
I'm a left-handed golfer as well. So that used to, Phil used to be my favorite player. And then I heard through the grapevine, through the golf grapevine, that uh, he's kind of a, you know, he's a little cocky is what I heard. And he kind of walks around with that. And I didn't like that. That was off-putting to me. So I remember I'm not a huge uh, Mickelson fan, but it is cool to see someone from, I would say, like my generation of watching golf when I was a kid, all these years later, still coming up and still winning a major championship. Really weird to see and to, and to think that a 50-year-old, that's one of the cool things with golf is that you can have a super long career. And you know what? For the men, even after they're done on the PGA, they go over to that other league. Uh, what is it called? Like the Champions League or whatever? Fuck, I can't remember. But you just golf forever. How many athletic, you know, how many sports can your career go till 50? Not a lot. Maybe nothing. Maybe darts. Right? Maybe darts. Maybe bowling. Maybe. But it is cool to see that... Uh, you know, a golfer can golf that long and still be coming out, still be winning major championships. So, yeah, it was neat to see. And, uh, man, it's it's remarkable. You think about the shots these guys hit just on a – now, here's a funny story. I'll tell you the story real quick before we get out of here. Um, and I don't know if this is – I believe this is true. I believe this is true. The guy – I used to work with a guy whose dad uh, played around at golf with Phil Mickelson. And Mickelson, I think he's one of these like Michael Jordan guys. He likes to bet. He likes to bet. Because I think to those guys, you know, even like Michael Jordan, yes, he's got, what, a, a billion dollars? But I don't think the rush of making $50,000 on a bet ever goes away. Right? I think that's what it is. Even though they have all the money in the world, I mean, winning 50 grand is still winning 50 grand. That must be what it is. So, this guy I golfed with, this guy I worked with, sorry, at a golf course, said his dad somehow got invited through a friend or whatever, knew Mickelson. They're down there. They go golfing with Mickelson. And Mickelson shows up, and he's like, how much are we betting each hole here? And they're like, what? They thought they were just having a friendly round with him. And he goes, well, how much are we betting? You could, I'm not showing up for free. How much are we going to bet? And I guess everyone was like, well, I, you know, I don't, I don't know, 100 bucks." Hundred bucks or whatever. I mean, when you when you're, you're golfing, when I'm golfing with my friends, it's like maybe five dollars a hole. So they juiced it up a bit for Mickelson. You know, it's a treat to golf with him. And he's like, "Now we're doing ten grand per hole. Ten grand per. Hole. I'm pretty sure he made them bet ten thousand dollars a hole. And then he did something where he like doubled up or something, doubled down. I wish I remember this story better. <laughs> I wish I would have remembered it better before I brought it up. But he's one of those dudes, man. So. Yeah, I don't know if I'm a huge fan of the guy himself, but I am a fan of the accomplishment, and I am a fan of seeing like a throwback like that happen. Absolutely insane. And by the way, that that gallery, dude, I don't know if it's just COVID energy, if it's just like people being excited to come out to their events again. Dude, the heckles they were throwing at him. The heckles. I'd never heard anything like that in a golf tournament. You hear it at the Waste Management Open. Because that's college kids. That's the whole thing with that is you're allowed to yell and scream and all that type of stuff. Um, but he, this is a regular. This is the PGA Championship, and and Phil was like dropping his ball. Some guy almost picked his ball up, dude. Some guy almost uh, picked up his ball and moved it. So I don't know. I think that's just that COVID energy. Is people are excited to get out, and you know, so am I. So am I. And 
I don't know. I hope we're soon. I hope we're close. Uh, shit, we ran out of time. Um, I did. I picked up two of the weirdest, two of the weirdest vinyl records for shits and gigs over the weekend. And, oh, you know what I'll do? On tomorrow's episode, I'll play you a little bit of the uh, the really weird one. I'll play you a little bit, and we can actually, uh, maybe we can listen to it together and discuss. Because it's always a surprise. That's why I buy these weird records, these weird vinyls on the cover. Because I go, you know, it's $4. They're in some bucket. And it's just a real surprise every time you put them on the table. So, we'll start off with that tomorrow. Don't forget, we are brought to you by Umbrellas. Get out there, be safe, and uh, hope you guys had a great long weekend. Let's get into this week. Let's do it. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye.